Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This podcast is dedicated to bringing meaningful support to find great careers faster. We're coming to you from the beautiful Pacific Northwest city of Portland. That is the Rose City. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we're talking about the nine easy ways to jumpstart networking for newbies, people new to this thing. Getting started can really be hard if you think it is. Finding roles online is easy. Finding the 80-85% that are never advertised, that requires some networking. And a lot of this is in our heads. As we approach this, we um, we have a whole bunch of assumptions and things that we don't know. And as we, um, for those of us who haven't done this before or don't feel they're good at it, um, we often hype ourselves up on the idea that it's hard when it can be easier to do a job search than you think. Uh, I think it's really important to identify what you're afraid of as you get started. Take a look at what it is. Ask yourself why, the, you know, the Socratic question, why? Dig deeper. What's really uh, causing the fear so that you can address that before you move on? The idea that I use, I borrow from my yoga um, philosophies, and that is to ease into the challenge. This comes up when you've tried everything and maybe it didn't work. You've tried networking in other forms, whatever that looks like. Uh, and you know that you've heard networking generates results, but that isn't what you've seen. And so you start psyching yourself out, ease into that challenge and start looking at things that you can do rather than the things that you're afraid you can't. Today, we hope you get some ideas that you can apply to make the networking process more palatable, a little easier to get into, and not psyching yourself out by making it more complicated than it needs to be. Exactly. Uh, so these are the top nine ways that we found to help newbies get started in the networking. Number one, talk to people you already know the best. They're the ones that are going to be most comfortable for you and have the most vested interest in you being successful through this process. They'll also be able to give you, maybe not impartial advice, but they'll be able to give you feedback that is honest, that is um, helpful, uh, and that aren't going to be offended if you don't take their advice. Unlike if you hire a coach and you don't do what the coach is telling you, that may engender a different kind of feedback. These are folks who know you well enough, they know your strengths, they know your areas of opportunities, and can actually gently push you in the right directions. These could be friends, family members, um, current or former co-workers. Uh, I always tell people it's those folks that you would call if um, you found out that your wife had cancer, right? Who would you call? Or vice versa, if you knew somebody that had cancer, you would call and offer them support. Um, not that it needs to be that dramatic, dramatic, but uh, think of the people where it doesn't hurt you if you mess it up. Exactly. It's a great place to practice. Uh, I also have this frequently people will say, well, you know, I don't want to waste their time or I don't want to bother them or, uh, you know, I don't want them to think that I'm demanding something of them. And these are the people that you're supposed to do that kind of stuff right. with. I when, when people bring that to me, I suggest flip it around. If they were the ones in need, would you want them to talk to you? And 
every time they say yes. So it's allowing them, you're giving the other person person an opportunity to give this to you. You're, you're allowing them to give you something. And it's, it's not right to deny them that opportunity. Number one, start with the people you know or are closest to. Number two, places you frequent or spend a lot of time. And any place that you go regularly, it could be the gym, it can be a coffee shop. If you go to the library for different events or even just to read, obviously you can't talk a lot in the library, but you can take aside where people are. You want to go where people are. People that, that see you all the time are the ones that generally expect you to be open you, you're building a relationship. Even if it's a being a regular at a bar or a restaurant, these are people who see you regularly, where you build those relationships. They're places where conversations can happen. So place yourself near people who can join you in that conversation. We all have a dentist. Well, at least I hope we do. We all have a doctor. We all have maybe a lawyer, a financial planner, somebody who does our taxes. Think about all the people that you already interact with that may not have found out, gosh, I'm looking for work. Um, so this is not a place where you, you are going to embarrass yourself. It's a place where you go, you already interact with these people continually, whether that be um, procuring their services or dropping off your dry cleaning. Just think about all these places that you go to where there's people. It, so it doesn't have to be super complicated or um, you don't have to go out of your way. You're already going to these places. Right. It's just looking at the people around you and, and engaging perhaps in a conversation. And as you're working with them, as you're talking to them, it's not about telling them, oh, I'm looking for work. Can you help me? It's letting them know that you are working, looking for work and allowing them just to think of that on their own. Um, they don't have to help you right away. They, if they know, now they're aware and can keep you in their mind when they run into other people. It's about exposure. Absolutely. And really, there may be nothing that comes out of the interaction, but at least you put a seed in the ground that might sprout and generate fruit later. Yes. So that's the second one. Number three, groups around your area of expertise or interest. I come from sales and marketing, so if there's any groups that revolve around marketing, like the American Marketing Association or um, you know, even the Chamber of Commerce, those sorts of things. Um, these are great places to go where there's people that are interested in helping each other. The, the foundation of the group is to help each other get better around your domain of experience. Exactly. Uh, professional associations are a great resource. Many of them that have websites have job postings on them. So you not only have the ability to talk to people within your industry or, or field of expertise, uh, you can actually work with them uh, using their 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 job boards. Those areas uh, surrounding technology, uh, whether that's social media or uh, technology interest groups, these are groups of people that get together that can talk about things that you know about or can um, you you can leverage your expertise. 
just letting them know that, hey, I'm looking for something without belaboring that issue, it allows them to think about you as they run into job openings. Mm -hmm. Something else that I really like to turn to is groups that are associated with hobbies or interests like art or culture, um, going to uh, the opening of an exhibition at an art gallery, great place to just drop seeds with people that can get in touch with you afterwards to let them know that you're looking for something. Each one of these groups typically is going to have an event, an annual event, maybe a, um, an association will bring in some guest speakers. These special events are an uh, excellent opportunity for you to volunteer and say, hey, I'd be happy to support you as a volunteer. I'll check the people in and out. You get to see everybody that right. comes to these events, where they work. And it's an exceptional. I've had people actually get not job offers, but at least offers to interview just because they volunteered at an organization that you had a shared common interest. That's a great idea. Great idea. I, I have a friend who got a job just because he was uh, in a, a hiking group and they would get together regularly. He had already built these relationships. So when it came time for him to look for full-time work, he was already connected in and got a job at a sporting goods company. Around his passion. Yeah. Go figure. So if you leverage the groups that you're already in that you're passionate about, these people share a passion and they might work at a company wink, wink, that you want to work at too. Exactly. And, and so let these relationships be natural. Pivot to making it more of a professional discussion and see if you can't get them to meet you at their place of business. The other, so that's number three. Number four, there's some exceptional resources out there. Two of them we'll mention here. Uh, the first one is called Meetups. Now in your area, you can get an app on your phone or even go to the web and you can find a Meetup today that's within like five miles of where you're at uh, on a various or variety of different topics or special interests. That could be professional. It could be personal. It could be um, AA. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of things on there. Uh, the, the second one is called Eventbrite. Eventbrite is a ticketing application website where you can host a special event and actually have tickets um, people sign up, they get tickets and you can pay or not pay. Um, I found both. Um, our breakfast club is actually have, has an event bright event on it. There's no charge for it. So you can sign up there and attend our meetings um, that are every other Tuesday. One other thing that I, I really highly recommend to those who don't find something that really interests them going this week, create your own. I've seen, I've had friends actually uh, put together a meetup group that was around uh, an area of professional interest, but they were doing it not so much in looking for expertise as it was just having a social opportunity for people within this realm. And they didn't find one that they liked, so they created their own. And after a few weeks, they had a number of people joining. Here's an opportunity not only to get together with people within your area of interest, but you're going to be seen as a leader because you're the one that put together the meetup. And you drive the conversations and the dialogues, and it's it's a lot more organic if right. people are coming to you. Right. And it can be a lot of fun. So that's number four. Number five is the business journal. The Business Journal has um, various 
um, publications throughout the country, and I think in parts of Canada, I'm not sure, but it's bizjournals.com. We'll put this in the show notes. Um, so if you go jo- jobseekersradio.com forward slash 007, you'll get the show notes and we'll have all the links and resources there. The nice thing about the business journal is it's literally in most cities, the only ubiquitous business ma- magazine paper, right. newspaper, a pr- an actual printed newspaper, they do have a digital edition for each city. And they have somebody that, that all they do, their publisher, they have a publisher in each city. So they're really plugged into the local communities. Um, they have an events calendar. They sponsor monthly, in our, in our area, they do monthly breakfasts. Um, and so they bring in different CEOs and leaders of different companies. They have panels. There's a lot of exceptional um, events that are held through there. And it's also a good resource to find people that maybe have got promoted or an announcement from a company that says, hey, so-and-so's retired, and uh, gosh, they had a big party, and everybody celebrated, right. and you kind of scratch your head thinking, there's an opening at that company. Exactly. That person just retired. The different companies that are for whom the, uh, the business journal is on their radar, they will actually submit the promotions and and the other, you know, the lateral moves. I can't think of the word. Um, but all of those movements within their company, they will actually send those announcements to the business journal for publication. Um, they do have uh, job listings, but th- there are fewer of those. What I find most interesting about the business journal is I can watch the, the big companies that continually are in the news. I can make sure I know what's going on with them. Don't stop your thinking there, though, because all of the companies that either work in or around or with those larger organizations are also affected as these companies grow. Something else I tell people to look at is the ads. The advertisements that are in the business journal give you an idea of what's trending at that time. So if something is pinging your interest or your expertise, you can come in on the coattails to find out who is actually trying to tap into that expertise. And just having conversations with people is really how networking begins. It's not about getting an interview. It's about having a conversation. And letting that conversation go to wherever it takes you. Exactly. Uh, So that's number five. Number six is nonprofit support groups. Uh, This could take a lot of different forms. In our area, there are several churches that have nonprofit ministry sections in their church, and they offer really well-developed curriculum and support with coaching and different things of, of that nature. And I think they're just fantastic places to go to meet other people that might be going through the same thing or have gone through the same thing and are are paying it forward by supporting you through a process. Speaking specifically about the churches that do this, at no point do you have to be a member of their church or their religion or be religious at all. Uh, This is a community effort that they provide. They accept everyone to, to participate. They offer incredible mentoring in some cases. It, it's it, it's definitely a resource you don't want to pass up. And it may not just be through churches. There's other nonprofits that I've seen or, or volunteer-led organizations um, outside of the ministry Absolutely. of a church that provide similar services. That's just a matter of you seeking them out. 
and doing a simple Google search, you will find them in your area. Here in the Portland area, we are um, actively involved in two of them. Of course, one of them is the one that we lead, the, yeah. the Breakfast Club. But doing a simple job seeker or job finder support group and the, the name of your city will get you um, some preliminary information on what's going on in your area. Excellent. And I, I really highly recommend that if there's more than one in the area, go to as many as you can. It really, if you are out of work and you have that time, not only does it give you the ability to network with people who can help you find uh, more opportunities, more leads, but you also have the opportunity to create a purpose for the day. You have something to do. And being unemployed, especially if you're unemployed for a long period of time, really messes with your head. Mm -hmm. Going to these support groups gives you something to do, gets you out of your head and into the community where you can actually do something. Productive. Being productive. So that's number six. Number seven, alumni or university career centers. In our area, there must be at least um, a dozen uh, universities. All of them have career centers or placement centers where they're really vested in making sure that their alumni, when they graduate, can actually get a job. It's good for their um, reputation Absolutely. in the marketplace. And there's they're all over the place. Junior um, colleges have them as well. Uh, the whole point is to get people into the workforce with greater uh, skills and expertise, and they have a vested interest in the success of their students. So if you have gone to any of these uh, universities or colleges, absolutely take the opportunity to leverage their contacts. They will have their, their, their finger on the pulse of what's going on in their communities. And you may not even need to be in the university's community to, to leverage the career center. So, I mean, I went to um, a university that's outside the area, and I can't really go to where they're at to be in their career center. But I know in my city, I know that there's alumni here that I could interact with, and perhaps they already schedule events really good that, are, that are sponsored by the career center, but there's somebody locally here in Portland that would drive that alumni interaction. Um, so leverage the career center, whether it's local to you or not. Number eight, don't skip the job centers. Now we're talking about state and local uh, offices. Uh, it may be through the unemployment office, some other uh, job centers that, that are privately run, and there are also the temp agencies. They may not have a great success rate for those who are higher than an entry level, uh, but they that's what they do. They are there to place people, and they provide excellent networking opportunities, uh, if only just to get involved with other people. They'll have events or group activities. Uh, maybe it's one day to go do uh, filing and data entry at a, an organization. Take that opportunity, not because you're going to make a lot of money, but because you're going to be, be meeting people. The job centers, at least locally, have uh, group events. Uh, they'll also bring in um, local employers. So you don't go there just to see what's going on, although you can. They do have a calendar and they'll have special events. 
Uh, I know the the work source or the Department of Labor here locally has a um, networking group that meets Mondays and Fridays. So you may check with your local work source if that's what it's called in your area to see what events they have going on. Are they bringing employers in? Uh, are they having people available, whether you're on unemployment or not, ha- actually supporting you? Right. Um, I went to a job center for a class once that it, it was a skill that I already had, but I figured, okay, maybe I can learn something new. What I learned wasn't the skills that the presenter actually provided. It it, it gave me an opportunity to meet her and then collaborate with her on projects that I was doing later. I've also presented at some of these uh, workforce offices, again, just a, a, a two-hour course, if you will. Uh, it really is a discussion on skills that you can develop either in uh, interviewing or in networking, and I've done both where I'm talking to them, and as they come to me, talking to me about their skills and their interests, I can then direct them to other people to talk to. So don't skip these centers. It gives you an opportunity to talk to people that you may not see anywhere else. Every person is an opportunity to take your networking to the next level. And each person, I look at each person as like a conduit to a bunch of people I don't know. And so whether they're working or not, whether they're an employee of the work source or not, they're a person and they all have connections. Right. Um, so we can't overlook anybody. Even the barista at Starbucks could be a PhD that's just working at Starbucks because they're doing research. You just never know. Right. I, I, the only advice I give is don't put all your eggs in that basket. The importance here is to use as many of these steps as you can just to try and and cast your net a little bit wider each time. That brings us to number nine, the act of volunteering. We mentioned it earlier when we were talking about special interest groups. Um, This doesn't have to be through a special interest group. This could just be something that's important to you that gets you around people. I remember one season with Breakfast Club, we laid a challenge on the table for everybody there to do something, uh, to ring the bell for Salvation Army. And I actually went, it was, I think I did a, uh, like a 6 to 10 p.m. session. It was like 30 degrees outside. It was bitter cold. And I realized that I wasn't doing this for me. I was doing it to relieve somebody who was paid by the Salvation Army to ring the bell. What that did for me is it helped me interact with people I didn't know or were uncomfortable being around. And it made me feel good because I was helping somebody out. I couldn't, there were so many good things that came out of taking myself out of the equation and help lift up somebody else that um, I wouldn't, I didn't really look at it as a networking opportunity. I looked at it as um, being human. Right. Just being of service. Yes. Uh, There are so many volunteer opportunities out there. Uh, You can uh, donate time and energy to hospitals. Um, you, there are the, um, ASPCA, um, is, is another really, really beneficial organization, uh, or any of the, uh, animal shelters in your area. These are organizations that need volunteers. It's not that, oh, you know, I can use a hand here or there. They always need volunteers. And if that's something that you value, you're already sharing a commonality, something to start talking about that then provides more doors to open to other other subjects. 
let's go over these nine nine different ideas to to help you expand and and in some cases start your networking. The first one, talk to people you know well. Two, leverage places you frequent. Three, dive into special interest groups. Four, check out Meetup and Eventbrite. Five, read the business journal. Six, participate in nonprofit support groups. Seven, tap into alumni and university career centers. Eight, employment department job centers and temp agencies. And nine, get into volunteering. As always, the show notes and resources are available at jobseekersradio.com forward slash zero zero seven. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. Your investment of time and attention is greatly appreciated. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to get future episodes. And while you're there, would you please provide a review for this podcast and rate it? We really appreciate the feedback and we'd like to to build the uh, availability. Share it with somebody you know that think might find this of value. And this is Andrew. And I'm Scott. We'll see you next time on Job Seekers Radio.